0: Good evening, everyone. Uh, Welcome to our midweek podcast for Mavilla Presbyterian Church. This podcast is for Tuesday, the 1st of December. As we begin the season of Advent, we come together in Jesus' name, recognising the rich blessing that we have in him, that in the great uh, message of Christmas, We recognise God sending his son into the world so that we may know him. As we come together this evening, uh, we come together in fellowship of him through the strangeness of these days. We trust that you are keeping safe and well through these days and through this next half hour, that you may know of rich blessing in Jesus' name as we come together in him. As we uh, come together this evening, let me highlight just a couple of things that are happening around our church family at this time. Firstly, uh, let me highlight that uh, because of current restrictions, uh, our church building is not open this Sunday. Uh, We will instead have a recorded online service uh, which will premiere from our YouTube channel at 11am. It is hoped uh, that the following Sunday, uh, Sunday the 13th of December, we will be able to open our church building again uh, at 11am for Sunday worship. It is also hoped in that service on Sunday the 13th of December that we will have an act of communion during the service as well. Um, ple- uh, hopefully by now, uh, uh, most uh, of our church um, family will have received um, a Christmas card and a a newsletter of letting you know about things that are happening in our church building. However, if you've not yet received that, uh, then please let us know and we can get a copy to you as soon as possible. As we come together in Jesus' name this evening, let me begin with these words from Hebrews chapter 1. The writer of Hebrews tells us, in the past, God spoke to our forefathers through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son, whom we appointed heir of all things, through Him, he made the universe. Over this last year, we may find uh, many different ways to be able to communicate with one another, uh, ways I'm sure we never expected to be communicating together. But as we think about communicating to our Heavenly Father, as we think about how we approach Him, we approach Him through the name of Jesus, recognizing His majesty and His power, recognizing the sacrifice that He made for us so that we may know our Heavenly Father. As we think of this, let us come together now in Jesus' name in prayer. Heavenly Father, we do recognise the strangeness, Lord, of the events of this year. We recognise in this world, Lord, the amount of uncertainty and distress that happens. But Lord, we come before you this evening. Lord, recognising that in you there is something greater happening. In you, Lord, there is uh, that certainty and real security that we can access, that we can have all found in the name of your Son, Jesus. And Lord, we thank you for this. Lord, we thank you for your love to us. We thank you, Lord, that as we accept Jesus, Lord, and look to honour him in our lives, that we may recognise that deep fellowship that we have in you. That joy, Lord, and knowing that in all that will happen to us in this world, that we may have peace and comfort in your name. That, Lord, when the temporariness of this world is over, that there is an everlasting fulfillment found in Jesus. There is that joy in him. And Lord, as we approach you this evening, Lord, we ask, search our hearts, for we recognise all so often how we may wander away from the things of you, that we may look to this world for fulfilment and joy, yet they will all peel away into insignificance until we hear the name of Jesus, until we look to him who is our eternal salvation. Lord, we pray this day, help us to look on Jesus. Lord, to recognize the joy that we have in him. And Lord, we ask these things now in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going uh, to praise God now, A first item of praise, uh, brought to us by Resigned Worship. Uh, the praise is entitled, Listen to the Sound.
1: Listen to the sound of the angels singing their gospel song. Listen to the joyful news they're bringing, Jesus has come. Glory to God in the highest heaven, peace on the earth. Hope is rising, fear subsiding, where the song is heard.
0: Well, as we begin this season of Advent, over uh, these next weeks on the podcast, we want to uh, think um, more clearly about the message of Christmas, about what it means for us. So as we begin this evening, I want to turn to a familiar passage as we think about uh, the events of Christmas. If you turn with me in your Bibles uh, to the book of Isaiah, and we're going to read some verses from chapter 9. Isaiah chapter 9, and our reading this evening is from verse 2 and in verses 5 to 7. Let us read the word of God. Isaiah 9, verse 2. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a great light has dawned. And then turning to verse 5. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, established and uh, upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Here we end the reading of God's word to us this evening. With these words in mind, let us come now to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, we recognise All too often, Lord, our need of you. And as we turn to your word now, we pray, Lord, that you may show us the great wonder of the Christmas message, the joy that we have in your great name. We ask that now in Jesus. Amen. Well, I wonder what signifies um, Christmas season starting for you. Maybe the first time you hear one of the Christmas songs on the radio. But I suppose one of the first indications of the Christmas season is the appearance of lights, lights on the tree, lights on houses, on gardens, and I suppose many other places now when we look round our towns. Uh, one of the hobbies that we have started to over these last years is actually taking a drive round with the kids. Uh, over um, the Christmas period, looking at the different lights and decorations that people have on their homes, I have to say that we we done this over the last weekend, and I think Malile has won the prize first of all uh, for the best decorated decorations on the houses at this time. But the lights are not just decorative, but they're symbol. They have a symbol. No matter what you want to do in a room, you have to first turn on the light. You just can't—you uh, can't see to do anything unless the light is switched on first. And Christmas contains many spiritual truths, but it will be hard to grasp others unless we grasp one first. And the first one is this: that the world is a dark place. And will never we will never find our way or see reality unless Jesus is our light. In John chapter one, it tells us the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world, it did not recognize him. In the Bible, the word "darkness refers both to evil and ignorance. It means first that the world it is filled with evil and untold suffering. I don't think we need any more evidence in the year that we have lived through when we recognise the amount of suffering that has happened since uh, this pandemic has started. We recognise the amount of uncertainty that just comes our way. We recognise the darkness that is in this world. I'm sure in years gone past, we would have many other places that we could uh, show as examples to the darkness in our world. It seems to continue to happen in many different forms, continuing to show us the fallenness, the evil of this world. But the other way our world is in darkness is that uh, no one knows enough to cure the fallenness, the evil, and the suffering that is in it. One of the things that I've found over these last weeks is when we listen to our leaders and how they recognize how much they have learned over this year, they recognize the mistakes that they made as they started uh, to uh, lead people um, in this pandemic, and one of the words that I've heard many of them say is, "If I knew what I know now, things would have been different." We continually learn, and in this world of darkness, we recognize the lack of uh, knowledge that we have in order to cure it. And the message of Christmas. It's not that we will be able to put together our world, that we will be able to be the cure. Actually, the message of Christmas is the exact opposite. The message of Christmas shows us that we cannot save it ourselves. The message of Christmas is that on those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. Notice that it doesn't say, from the world a light has sprung, but upon the world a light has dawned. It has come from outside. There is light outside of this world, and Jesus has brought that light to save us. Indeed, he is the light. Jesus is the divine light of the world because he brings a new life to replace our spiritual deadness because he shows us the truth that heals our spiritual blindness, and because he is the beauty that breaks our addiction to sin, rebellion, and the darkness of this world. As a wonderful counselor, he walks with us even into and through the shadow of death, where no other companion can go. He is a light for us when all other lights go out. And how can this light become ours? That is a great question that we can ask ourselves over this Advent season. Notice again in our reading, it doesn't say it doesn't just say, for to us a child is born, but it also says to us a son is given. We recognize at Christmas it's about receiving gifts. But consider how challenging it is to receive certain kinds of gifts. Some gifts, by their very nature, make you swallow your pride. I want you to think if you had a family member who presents you with a gift on Christmas morning, and it's a new jumper, and instead of it being the medium size that you've always tried uh, to squeeze yourself into, priding yourself that you can still fit into that size of jumper. This time they give you an extra large one, telling you that it is about time that you face the truth. You're more comfortable in wearing this size. Imagine opening a present on Christmas from a friend, and it was one of those how-to books titled How to Be a Better Friend. If you were to reply to each of these gifts, saying thank you so much, you would admit That you are maybe slightly overweight and you would admit that you haven't been the best of friends. In other words, some gifts are hard to receive because to do so is to admit that you have flaws and weaknesses and that you need help. There has never been a gift offered that makes you swallow your pride to the depths that the gift of Jesus Christ requires us to do so. Christmas means that we are lost, so unable to save ourselves that nothing less than the death death of the Son of God himself could save us. To accept the true Christmas gift, you have to admit you are a sinner, and you need to be saved by grace. When Jesus died on the cross, darkness fell over the land. The light of the world descended into darkness in order to bring us into God's beautiful light. This Advent season, recognize what Jesus is saying to us. Recognize the true light that he brings into our world and come to accept him, to show him uh, that you uh, recognize the gift that he has given to us. Let us come to fix our eyes on Jesus this Advent season to know of the beauty of the light that he brings into our lives. As we think of this, we are going to say our listen to our next item of praise, a beautiful praise, a a carol over uh, this Advent season, uh, a carol singing, "O come, O come, Emmanuel." we close this evening, we're going to take some time, as we usually do, in prayer for others, wanting to lift one another up in Jesus' name, wanting to bring to God, uh, before God, those who are uh, in great need at this time, and wanting to recognise that as we come together in Jesus' name, as we bring others before him in prayer, that it brings us together as a body of his people, looking to care for one another and bring each other uh, to the person of Jesus. As we come together in prayer, let me read to you uh, another verse uh, found in First Peter chapter 2. Uh, and it tells us this. You are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Let us come before God now in prayer. Heavenly Father, as we approach this throne of grace, Lord, we recognise that you are the one, Lord, who has brought us here. You are the one, Lord, who looks to guide and direct us through all obstacles that we may face in life. And in Jesus' name, Lord, we recognize that you have brought us to that place of everlasting grace, of abundance, of love. A place where we may know real and lasting peace, and we thank you for this. Lord, as we look out to our world at this time, we recognise that it is anything but a place of peace and comfort, that there is much distress and hardship all around. And Lord, we ask that we may look to be light in this world of darkness, that you may give us words to speak, that you may look... Uh, to direct us in the paths that you would have for us in life. Lord, that light may burn in our hearts, that by your Spirit, Lord, we may know the everlasting joy that you will give. Lord, we lift up to you those who are hurting this evening. We pray for those, Lord, who have lost loved ones over these last while. And Lord, we recognise that at the start of this Advent season, it can be an even more difficult time for those who are mourning the loss of loved ones. And we ask, Lord, your protection over them. We ask, Lord, for that awareness, Lord, of you, that wonderful counsellor, coming alongside, looking uh, to minister and to journey with those who are brokenhearted at this time. And Lord, we lift up to those who face great uncertainty, Lord, whether it is through uh, ill health, whether it is through, Lord, uh, financial or uncertainty uh, about uh, their livelihoods. Lord, we ask that you may look to guide and direct them by your Spirit. Lord, that they may look to rest in you, even though, Lord, uh, there may be outwardly Uh, seem to be um, wasting away Lord we recognise that you are the one who builds up you are the one who restores and Lord we ask your power uh, to be in these people's lives at this time Lord we lift up to um, those uh, who feel isolated who feel uh, Lord uh, frustrated about um, the things that are happening at this time And Lord, we ask that you may bring a sense, Lord, of great and lasting peace into their lives through these days. Lord, we lift up to you our young people at this time also. We ask for your protection on them. We thank you, Lord, that the schools are still able to be open. We pray, Lord, for those who work in our schools. We pray, Lord, for our young people, especially those who are facing exams at this time too. And Lord, we ask of your hand to be upon each one of them, Lord, as they look um, to work, as they look to live uh, um, and have, um, have friendships with one another. We ask, Lord, your hand of blessing and direction upon them. Lord, we lift up to you, uh, our church family at this time. And Lord, we lift up to you the plans that we have over this um, holiday time coming. And we ask, Lord, that you may bless them and you may direct them, direct us, Lord, into the ways that you would uh, have us go. Lord, we long to know of your power and your glory through these days. And we ask all these things now in Jesus' loving name. Amen. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, Please continue to look out on our Facebook page or website uh, for further announcements uh, about the things that are happening in our church family at this time. Let us finish together with the words of the benediction. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen.